Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody. I am not Nick. I don't normally MC this joint, but today you got me, Brian, and a secret badass. <gasps> We're talking how to uh, grow your business no matter what level you're at. So join us today now that we got everything working. Intro. Welcome to the only real estate podcast worth listening to with your hosts, Nick Good, Matt Kelderman, and Brian Force. Combined, they have 26 years of experience and have sold over 1,500 homes. Join them each week as they bring you everything you need to know about real estate. And now, here are your hosts, Nick, Matt, and Brian. Oh, yeah. Man, this is like the one thing I told you to do when you come on the show, and you violated it in the first 10 seconds. I said do not disturb. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to tell you something about our guests oh, before. Sorry. Oh, hang on. I can Brian get under control. So sorry for if you had joined us 10 minutes ago <laughs> and you did not see uh, our beautiful faces. Cause, but Brian got it fixed. It's a great thing about working with somebody who understands technology. I can assure you right now, if Matt Kelderman was on the ones and twos, <laughs> the show would not be on right now. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm, hopefully this lasts the rest of the episode. I honestly, that was the technology equivalent of just pounding on the hood and hoping <laughs> that the car starts because that's exactly what I just did. Well, like I said in the intro, I'm not Nick, but I'll try and fill his seat. Um, what does Nick usually do? Begin- oh, here's the deal. Go over and like uh, like our group. Join our group. The only real estate group worth being a part of. Vanessa is so unimpressed. I know. It's so, so terrible, funny. right? Sorry. What else does Nick have him do? Uh, go okay, to iTunes. So, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely go subscribe at iTunes because this show is obviously super high quality, right? This then, show uh, is called the review. only real estate podcast <laughs> worth listening to. We should probably mention that too, since we're so off today at three o'clock on Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> so please, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a review, give us a like. We're trying to get as many reviews as possible so we can spread the love to more people. Um, thanks for tuning in. We've got an awesome guest today, but before we dive in, because I actually really am excited about today's episode, I think we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, but. If you are the type of person who sells real estate, then you've come to the right place. If you're the type of person who takes a lot of listings and would like to take more, then I think you can go to an even better place, and that is Tor Academy, T-O-R-E, touracademy.com backslash take 10, T-E-N. That is going to take you to our Take 10 Plus Listings Every Month webinar that we have up there. It's gonna show how Matt, myself, and Nick, his team, the Good Home team, consistently take at least 10 listings every single month. So if you are in the business of taking listings and want to take more, make sure you go to touracademy.com backslash take 10. And also check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook. If you haven't joined the only real estate group worth being a part of, it's pretty dope, guys. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, we post every podcast episode in there as well as awesome, awesome tips, tricks, advice. It's a good community with some great producers that are giving out helpful tips, asking questions, and masterminding uh, 24 hours a day and uh, helping people grow their real estate business. So, wow, I just ad-libbed that whole thing. I know. I, know. I, just, I was like super pro, I think. There was a point in this show's existence where I may have been the MC, and it is just a damn good thing that did not happen. <laughs> the last thing I need to be is like, hey, everybody, focus on Matt. Let's not do that. Uh, I love it. But let's get to it. Today, we have an awesome, awesome guest of ours. Uh, I, oh, I'm such a jerk. I should explain. Like, no explain one, what we're even no doing. No one gives a shit why Nick's not here. We didn't even touch on like That is true. <laughs> we did mention it three or four times. Oh, man. So, yeah. Nick is, uh, if you haven't noticed, Nick is not with us today. He did not uh, do our beautiful intro. He has got uh, a little personal thing going on today, and he will be back next week. Um, so, we are here today. Filling in is one of our business partners, Vanessa freaking can to uh vanessa is one of our awesome awesome business partners here at her group dfw who is just crushing it this year so i just put you on camera say hi hi hey 
You like it here? So everybody needs to everybody needs to comment to Vanessa and give her like a like. She was very excited today. I was depressed when Brian couldn't get the cameras up, but I was like, we'll just do this next week because I do it all the time. Vanessa was like, guys, I got out of the house. <laughs> I don't have a child right now. She didn't say any of this. I'm just knowing what was going on in her mind. She's like, you but better give me my put damn put hour. The lipstick though, I put lipstick. And on oh, the lipstick, so the lipstick you thing. Know? She's like, this is basically my date get, night for yeah, the week. You get to put and if this doesn't on, work, people get to see it. Which for Brian and I is a real nice. treat because th- through the Zoom calls, Vanessa's like, you guys kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 oh, my, my masking y'all up. We started getting onto the team because nobody's turning their masks on during our, our daily check-ins. And Vanessa was like, I don't want to because I don't have makeup on. So she just started putting like one of her like skincare face masks on guys, every day. You skin has never looked better. It's, it's the best decision I've ever made. See? I like to think our accountability standards have something to do with that. So you're welcome. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So tell us a little bit. I mean, I know a little bit about you, but kind of what's your real estate life look like so far? How have you got into this? So I got into this because I had a little little girl who Mm -hmm. just turned two in June. And I wanted something that I could, you know, obviously make a lot of money, but also be able to, you know, if she got sick be able to go to the the doctor and not have to worry about asking someone for time off and getting in trouble and just the corporate world that sometimes, you know, you can't do stuff with your kids. So um, I had thought about real estate, honestly, a long time ago, and I wish I would have done it a long time ago, you know, better late than never. But I, I always thought, you know, everybody's a real estate agent. Like, everybody knows one. Sure. Like, why would someone pick me that is true. over someone else? So for years, I just always told myself that because it's like, oh, it's just going to be so hard. Like, everyone, you know. And then I started doing it, and I'm just like, okay, now I know that, yes, everyone does know a real estate agent, but not everyone knows a good one. Sure. There are so many bad ones, and I feel like I'm definitely one of the good ones, and it helps you be successful because there's, yes, there are so many, but like I said, there's just, there's not that many good ones, unfortunately. There's not that many good ones, and I've always thought that was like a funny objection that people have to getting in the business, like everybody knows a real estate agent, which I think is true, but it's like, Everybody knows a doctor too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not going to go to medical school. I was on. The, <laughs> there's too many. There's out too there many out there. Like, nobody, nobody needs my new ideas yeah. <laughs> on doctoring. I was at a listening appointment. To Vanessa's point, I was at a listening appointment that I came flying in to hear from, which is actually kind of good that we were running a little behind. But she was to Vanessa's point. There are so few agents I think out there that put in the time. And and I, I wanted to say one of the things that impressed me about Vanessa when we were first deciding to partner together was like. She had brought her daughter, and I'm the same way. I saw this post somewhere the other day yeah. where somebody like brings their kids to like showings. Or sure. and some agents were like, I would never do that. Vanessa brought her daughter and worked it out. And I think as we get further into this and we talk a little bit about the subject matter today, you're going to find a common thread between all agents who are successful is they figure out a way to not have to completely break everything down mm-hmm. when regular life interrupts because it's 100% going to, especially if you have kids, yep. right? Where there's going to be appointments you can't go on. And look, if you cancel on a seller because your kid, you may not get back in the door. And I think that's what she, that's, that's just never been a barrier for her. And I think that's one of the key things that successful people have. I think that's a key thing that successful people have. And I want to attribute it to, to all the things you're saying. I have one particular attribute in mind that I think Vanessa possesses in spades that I want to touch on a little bit later. But what I really want to dive into from, from your perspective is you've been with us for a little over a year now, I think, or about a year, right? And not maybe quite not a year. Not even quite a year. I actually oh, yeah. remember I started. That's right, because we haven't had our birthday. Yeah. So in November. Plus, we're planning this big Vanessa one year surprise party. So November 11th, you guys. Let's so, do it. Okay, there you go. I'm deal. easy to please. This November 11th. Okay, deal. Very easy. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Let's go across the street to Casa Mamas like we always do. Um, but no, I, you. so you were an individual agent. I think since you've been with us, your business has transformed a lot. And you're, yes, like, it's like night and day. Sure. sure. But... And I, I, I don't, I want, I don't want to say like this is not just like a commercial for her group DFW. But what I'm getting at is I think that you've been able to focus on the things that you're really, really good at. Um, but I kind of want to hear from you. You're killing it right now. Your your business has gotten off to a huge start in your first, I think, eighteen months or so in the business. Humility is going to be one of your biggest attributes because you're going to be the type of person that says, "Oh, I'm not really doing that great. I suck or whatever." Yeah, sure, but like, text you, message. Yeah, like legitimately, <laughs> like, what do you th- attribute to an industry where 87 percent of people don't even make it the first year or two? What do you attribute to your early success? What do you think has made you been able to really come out of the gate really strong? 
Um, obviously, my why is my daughter. Okay. You know, um, she's, you know, the reason why I, I work. If it wasn't for her, would I maybe sleep in a little bit more? Probably. But, you know, she's also sometimes the reason why, though, because she doesn't sleep sometimes. So, you know. <laughs> Fair. Um, I think I've just been successful because I, I care. I think a lot of people don't, don't, they, I care what, what my business looks like. I care. Sure. I also think of the long run as well. I, um, I, I just feel like I, Sorry, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> oh, you're good. I, th- I think what I, I think it's not that popular. No, yeah, there's, yeah, trust me. <laughs> um, well, and to kind of to kind of speak to like I think what you were talking about a little bit the caring aspect of it. That's a lot of agents. I think care. I don't think a lot of them, at least what I've seen you be able to do, care in in a way that where you go and search out the answers. Right. A lot of a lot of agents care. They give a shit about doing the right thing. But are they going to go past the first step or even the second step? Right. The obvious thing is come go to somebody and ask a question. Right. Then do a little bit of research. I, I would say that one of the more impressive things about you that I, I I didn't know before we even partnered together is you you solve problems at a pretty high level. Right. You were talking about before the show, like sharing out the phone on the the show on Facebook. You were kind of like I don't really know what to do to do that right that's not your thing <laughs> but but, I it's not, so but I here's the thing is you ask for help but it's not even the tech that really holds you up right like you you are a problem solver for your clients and again i've never seen a, a, a lead or an opportunity that vanessa has done anything but jump on right and th- those circle around your big why because yeah. you you have a daughter who needs you and a family who needs you and then you know you just are the person you are too and again those are attributes that i think every kick-ass real estate agent yep. has in them somewhere I think that's really big. I think that I've said this from the beginning that I think that um, the uh, the the people that make the greatest real estate agents are moms of young children, just because their why is like so. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're so used to their world being chaos all the time that it's just like it doesn't really even face them everything that we have to do in this business. But I think that like to touch on what Matt was saying, one of the things that I see you do really well that. Yeah, even as a leader, I don't quite know how to train it. I think it's a lot of mindset work and some of it's just inherent is like, I think one of the things that made you really successful is like, you don't have anything inside of you that says that you shouldn't be successful in the sense that like you, you work with a lot of confidence and have ever since that I've known you. And I think a lot of people come into this business, you know, we had this conversation, I had this conversation with another one of our agents, um, you know, a couple of days ago about how they're they're finally really picking up the phone and calling higher priced expireds. You know, they're like, I'm just going to get over it. I'm just going to do it. And that's something that a lot of like, that's a good example of something that a lot of agents struggle with. They're like, I don't want to yeah. call these rich people like they're going to be mean right. to me. But that's like a big false premise. Right. Like that's not a real thing. You know, like right. usually luxury people are pretty nice. They're they're they're, they're right. pretty, you know, and you've kind of came in ever since I've known you, you've really you've been successful in my eyes because you didn't realize that you shouldn't be right away. Meaning that like, even though you don't know how to do something, like if if you've ever run into something you didn't know the answer to, or didn't know how to do, or didn't know how to approach, you've never let that stop you from approaching it or doing it or whatever, right? Like, you know, like the first week that we ever met, you're like, I have two listing appointments and I don't even know how to put a listing agreement together. Like, can you help me? And a lot of agents are like, I don't even want to start setting listing appointments because I don't know how to go over the listing paperwork, right? And you've just never let those types of things stop you. And that I think is, you know, I don't know the adjective for it, but that's something that I think is truly, truly a huge thing, a part of a lot of people's success. You know what I mean? What has been most different for you? Just call it 2020. Because here's here's the other thing that I think I struggled with a ton and my business fell off and yours ramped up was when COVID shut shit down in March, April, and May, I did not do well during that market, right? The not being able to be in person, that type of thing. And I feel like your pipeline really filled up during that time. Yeah. Was there anything that you noticed that was, because you were coming to the office prior. It wasn't like you were not coming to the office. You just adapted to being at home really well. I did. So what was that for you? Do you know? So... I mean, honestly, I just, I'm surprisingly was better at managing my time being at home. Yeah. Like waking up early and getting the baby ready to go and then having to get my myself ready and getting yeah. everything ready. I felt like actually took a lot of time off. And now I literally just like roll out and get, grab my computer and yeah. go. And it's just, right. there's, there's also me when I'm at home, it's just, you know, my boyfriend's behind me on, on his you know, he's working from home too. 
Um, but there's just, there's actually less distractions for me at home. Yeah. You know, yes, sometimes when my daughter's there, um, she can be a little distracting, but even then, like, we kind of just try to keep her busy and then just, sure. you know, um, but coming, coming to the office, um, sometimes it's, you know, I'm a social person. So I see, right. you know, yep. I see you guys I haven't seen in a while. So, Hey, how was your weekend? Blah, blah, blah. And then pretty soon it's been like an hour and you're like, Oh crap. I only meant to say hi. Yeah. So sometimes just other people can get me kind of, you know, like even when I first walked in, I went over there and said hi to Kristen and we talked for like another sure. know, like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, so sometimes just being, not having outside, yep. you know, even if it's like I said, just talking to someone, it, it helps me focus. Being at home, I was surprised. I actually was worried about being at home. I was like, oh, I kind of need people around me, yep. you know, and I still, you know, we still do the team meetings. So that definitely helps, you know, cause I like having the camaraderie and, right. and talking about like, oh, this person got a pending. If I, you know, haven't got one, I'm like, oh, I need a, you know, yeah. cause I'm competitive, sure. you know, so that helps, but it's also kind of nice to be able to just like wake up and just like focus. Yeah. A hundred percent. I get work. that. So I actually really like being at home. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, <laughs> she has no idea what we just did. Um, what I'm hearing from you, and I want to take this back to actionable advice the entire time, right? So, because we titled this basically how to take your career to the next level no matter where you're at, right? right. And if, if we want, I think we touched on a couple of actionable things already. One of them is... I think that realist, it's just not real estate. So this is entrepreneurs in general very much get in their own way a lot, right? And I think if we did a little bit of a thought exercise around, because Kelderman's made this point a bunch of times. This is one of the the, 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 the the many Kelderman nuggets that have stuck with me for years is that there's just like very few agents out there that at the end of the year when they're really disappointed with what they've done for the year, they're, you very rarely hear them doing like, man, I did everything I was supposed to do and it just didn't work out, right? Yeah. Like. Usually they're like, I could have done more, I, you know, slacked up, whatever, right? right? And so part of it is, I think the first piece of actionable advice is get out of your own way for heaven's sake, right? Yes. Like so many agents are just standing in their own way because they don't think they're good enough. They don't think they're smart enough. They're afraid of failure. Like, you know, there's an old adage, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And I think that's, you know, it's, it's a little, you know, bougie as far as sayings go, but it rings true in a lot of ways, right? Like, all you need to do to be successful in real estate in America is speak English and type on a computer. And pretty much all of us can do that, right? And so there's, everything else is kind of us standing in our way. So a lot of it is stop caring that you're new. Stop caring that you're at whatever level you're at right now. Get the fuck out of your own way. And that's number one. The second one you touched on is time management. I want to jump into that in a second. But, but, but I think that's a huge one, right? Well, I just I don't think enough real estate agents. Again, to your point, they're like like I I'll be honest with you. I hate the questions that are like, "What would you do if you couldn't fail?" Right. I don't know, bro. You know why? Because <laughs> I recognize failure is probably the option, right? So like, I fly to space. Yeah, I like, don't know. Like, what do you? It's the same thing when we do like any coaching thing. If you're a KW, you do bold, and they're like, "Write down what you spend this money on." Yeah. I'm like, I don't, dude. I don't like know. honestly, shit, I'd bro. be batting a thousand lifetime for the Yankees <laughs> yeah. and not selling real estate. Yeah. So it's a weird question. Yeah, it's a weird question. <laughs> so I ex I accept that part of it is just like trying to get your mind working. I understand they're supposed to be yeah. doing, but I, I just find that there are so many agents in the second part of what you're talking about is really, I think, the key because, you know, uh, Taryn, I hope I'm saying your name right, asked a question about um, lead generation hours that we'll get to here in a second, but those are all the infrastructure of your day. At s what I have found is my next growth point is hindered solely by my mindset around my ability. Sure. So while I, I laugh at the question, what would I do if 
I didn't know failure was yeah. an option. I'm really the type of person who could benefit a ton yeah. from not giving a shit that failure is an option because failure holds me back. It's it's the reason I'm not selling a hundred units a year, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just the fear of whatever, and I, I'm I'm exploring that at a deep level in my personal life right now with a bunch of other crap. But the reality is like it, that bleeds into my business. At every unit production, yeah. I was nervous at twelve units. I was nervous at thirty-six units. I was nervous at fifty units. Right, yeah. like that doesn't change. That doesn't go reason. away. Yeah. Your problems just get bigger. <laughs> no. They're still scary, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you just got to get over that. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like in the very beginning, I didn't realize that I was my biggest, my my own worst enemy. Yeah, like my biggest obstacle was myself. Sure. In the very beginning, I thought it was like everything else. Yeah, and I didn't realize that it's me. Sure, because a lot of things. You know me. I'm an overthinker. Right. I overthink things. And, you know, in my head, I'm already thinking, oh, you know, like you were saying, oh, I'm going to call them and they're going to be mean and this and that. Right. And I started realizing that, like, it's me. I'm the one getting in my way. So as soon as I started realizing that, like, it's not it's not them that Fizbo, I'm scared to call. It's not them that I'm. it's me. Right. So yeah. as soon as I'd get over and you're then, you're afraid of feeling the way that you think you're going to feel if they're mean to you. Right. right. And then I always and I've told you this before that I always get scared that they're going to yell at me. They literally never yell at you. They never do. No. They don't. Like if I really out of the tens of We're thousands Texas, of calls so freaking yeah, nice. that Everyone I probably so made. Nice. Sure. I've been yelled at. But like, you know. Honestly, I don't even really remember outside of like the classics. I don't really remember when somebody was like, you forget so fast. Right. And well, then when you were saying about, you know, being scared to call luxury clients, I have definitely been in that boat. And, you know, I finally one day was just like there was a house. I think the physical was like 800 or something. And I called and sure enough, it was a lawyer. And honestly, I I didn't think it actually went that well. I, yeah. I thought it was really, really hard on me. I. I felt like, you know, my responses weren't that great. Like I didn't think it I didn't think I bombed it, but I didn't think it was that great. But then, you know, I followed up with the text and he's like, You're sure. by far I've had so many people call me today and you're by far the best yeah. real estate agent who I talked to. Well, I was like, What? Your mindset around it was right, right? Like you, you took that initial ass whipping and then you went back for seconds, not knowing exactly what you were gonna get, right? <laughs> I was like but that is almost hang up on me. No, yeah. and that's but he that's always where you win out. those win those people, right? And and essentially yeah. to kind of answer like Taryn's question or whatever is like the reality is you Anything you're doing that doesn't have avoidance as part of it or where, where you're wasting time inside your own right. head and you're focused, yeah, 28 hours a week lead generating would be amazing, okay? Yep. I don't know what the hell the math on that is, but it's a lot, right? It like, seems like a lot. It's Quality a lot. Quality over quantity. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's double, yes. And yep. here's For the thing sure. is, I would challenge you right now, if, if you were at that space to where you're trying to grow your business, and, and look, this is being honest with yourself. This isn't what you're telling everybody else. If you are not legitimately lead generating at all, doing one hour of anything focused is going to change your yeah. business. Like That's an hour true. a day will change your business. When you start talking about 28 hours, five hours a day or whatever, yeah. Yeah. dude, that's, that's next level over the top. Like you're going to be selling a hundred units in a few years if, yep. if you're the type of Ricky Carruth type stuff, yeah. right. right? So like the, the problem that I think most of us run into is that, and, and I know people who watch this show probably get so tired of hearing this, but I just, the reality is we are always the ones, I would have never in a million years thought I could do four units a month. And then somebody said, try and do six. And then when you get to six, try and do 10. And I, yep. I'm not, I'm not doing 10 consistently. I'm not saying that, but like whatever the next thing is, it always seems completely impossible yeah. when you're in the, right. the, the current yes. thing. And that's what holds us back more than the lead generation hours or the classes we take. It's just that nothing we do is done with extreme laser focus. And I'm super guilty of that too. Yeah. I think that's huge. Like it's the way I care. And to answer your question directly, um, Darren is, is I would think about it this way, right? If I want to get, I already have them, but if I wanted them to be better, six pack abs, right? How many, <laughs> listen <laughs> like to this guy. I'm just I know. Um, hopefully the camera on. How, <laughs> how many hours a week do I need to work out? Right. A different trainer or nutritionist or whatever. will tell you a million different things. Right. But, the reality is what is working out? Is working out super focused for 40 minutes or is working out three hours while I'm bullshitting around and taking mirror selfies for two of those hours, right? Um, I think about the same thing about lead generation, right? It's I challenge our team this all the time. We set aside three hours a day for lead generation. I am f pretty aware that in those three hours, we're not all lead generating straight for three hours. I would challenge you, Taryn, to set aside one hour a day where you lead generate 
with the mindset that like like with the ferocity that your life depends on it right your future your like everything everything depends on it and then see if that kills you and then grow from there right because yeah we could say set aside 28 hours i'll be 100 percent honest with you i know a lot of people that really laser focus on anything for 28 hours a week you know yeah. what i mean it's very difficult and then i'm not saying there's not people out there that can do that i i think that's a scalable thing but it's that's more the, the intensity uh, that which you do it right try and focus like nothing else matters for an hour a day every day see what that does for your business and then continue to grow from there absolutely you know i think that's huge so the other thing that you mentioned uh oh, djing doing all kinds of stuff um we, you know, you didn't really address this, I think, directly, but I think this really plays into your, uh, your skill set. Having a young kid, yeah, time management has been a huge thing for you. I it's don't hard. think, and what I think is really, really interesting and unique about your character set uh, or your characteristics in general, I don't think that you purposely manage your time really, really well. I just think that you do it almost out of necessity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that time management's been huge for you and you almost don't even know it. Well, I've also learned to kind of give myself grace. There are going to be some days where, like, I just get kicked in the butt and I didn't have a, a, a good day. Yeah. I, you know, some, you know, Izzy has to stay. My daughter's name is Isabel. We call her Izzy. Izzy has to stay with me and I have yeah. to watch her. And then she, you know, someday she's a little angel. Someday she just wants her mommy and sure. I can't do anything. Sure. So I, I've been better at giving myself grace because if i get really down on it then i'm just like ugh, i just feel like oh, unmotivated fuck. i don't mean to interrupt the podcast um macy needs the alarm code for your listing because it is okay. going off right now One, Ooh. Two, three. Oh shit you guys didn't hear that you don't know the address it doesn't matter <laughs> oh my god i forgot to tell her <laughs> that is hilarious this is live real estate live real estate now guys hold on uh, one, two, two, three. Here's something yes. I want to point out, though. If Brian wants to flip the camera oh, over to me, okay, give me he a can't second. do it. One, though. two, two, three, and then there we go. We got Vanessa's like live reaction. Here's the, the cool thing: everybody's watching it live right now because I'm watching live. <laughs> so here's the deal about that, though. This is one of those things that when we we talk about leverage, Vanessa literally has a listing Perfect going segue. on the market right now. That Macy, our our runner, is yeah. currently taking care of. We knew Macy was coming because we put the keys out in the hallway before the show because we didn't want her to bother us. Yeah. Good work, Macy. <laughs> and now she's over there. And, and look, yes, we forgot a piece of information to give to Macy. But right. the reality is, right now, <laughs> a, so listing, a listing of, of, of this team is being actively put on the market for Vanessa by a piece of leverage that, again, is not something at, in 2019 that would have been afforded to you yeah. because that's what you would have been doing right now on a crappy, rainy day. So... I like it when that works out like that's that. A, dude, we just had that in real time. Yeah. I love it, no, dude. Joining a team uh, for me was a game changer for me. I wish I would have joined sooner. My my thing was, I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I in my head, I was like, joining a team is like saying I failed. Like, I can't be a single agent. Like, I'm not good enough. I need help. Like, I, I just... I'm not, I'm not good enough. And so I was kind yeah. of fighting it. I don't know why. I think it's so silly now that I look back at it because I think I think some people need to be on a team. I think some there's just different personalities and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think that acknowledging that I work better with the team yep. was one of my best decisions. And I don't feel bad about it at all because I've, I'm doing so much better now in yep. real estate. And yes, there are some people who don't need a team and kill it. But unfortunately, that's not my personality. Like, I, and I think thrive those, with the team. I think that those people are, are few and far between or they have this a ceiling true. on their business, right? For, Fundamentally, yeah, both, I believe both. I believe that, that that mega teams are taking over. I think the, the way, like, look, you guys can hate on me all you want. I think that the individual agent is going away. Um, I sort of think the future of real estate is you either run the team join a team or both yeah. and neither one is right or wrong it's, it sort of depends on your skill set right like yeah. my skills are, are, are different than kelderman's skills are different than your skills right yeah. we have agents on our team you know i technically in whatever way you want to call it i think i mostly just sweep and change printer yeah. ink but i technically run the team right but right. there's agents on our team that make more money than i do right and they just happen to have a particularly a different skill set than i do right. i think that that kind of leverage is it just allows you to be your best self right and, and just I, I want to respond to a comment yes 100 percent. just to go back to the time management thing real fast um this is a great segue because your ability to leverage things out that are not dollar productive is directly correlated with your ability to go out and generate new business right yes so if you're trying to put a 
sort of a a number on oh I should be doing this much lead generation a week so on and so forth like it's different for everybody depending on what your dollar productive activities are uh, and and how much you have to spend on task oriented stuff and that's why I think it's super important if you are looking to take your business to the next level you've got to start to think about it like a business itemize the things that are not making you money and then have a game plan to start leveraging them out. If you if you do that, you give yourself almost unlimited time back to go out and get new business. So yes. my coach calls it the butting your head against the wall list. Sure. And it's something that literally just was advised of me doing this week because I now have somebody to start leveraging some of these things off to and I don't really know what to give them next. And her whole response was every week before you sit down and meet with Brian before Brian because he'll help me figure out the leverage part of it, before you meet with Brian all week long have a piece of paper where you've written down on there everything that you don't want to do anymore everything that you're terrible at everything that doesn't make you money everything that just annoys the hell out of you right, <laughs> right. and then hand that you know hand that list to Brian or at least brainstorm over it and say hey look here's the deal these are the things I don't want to do in my business anymore how do we what leverage do we already have in place and or how do I leverage this off to Danny so he can take care of it and I think even if you don't have a Danny or a Brian, like I'm fortunate yeah. enough to have. Writing those things down, I was talking to another agent about this who's hiring their first assistant. Writing those things down and building out the database um, of videos, the database, building out the library of videos yeah. of the things you want them to do, so record yourself doing those things, will save you so much time in the long run, and it'll give you an organized list of the shit and the, the things that need to come off your list first. So when you're making that first hire, so you can grow, because my, my ceiling was yeah. 36, man. Three transactions a month, and I was maxed out. And I had sure. a TC at the time just, just for my transactions, and that was all I could handle. Yeah. And people – look, three transactions a month, a lot of people balk at that. That is a lot of units to move when it's just you and you have my organizational sure. yeah. brain. 100%, man. So already be thinking about building that larger highway while you're driving on a one-lane dirt road. Start recording videos of all the shit you don't want to do on how to do it. And then you'll have this whole library of stuff that you can give to people later on. So, again, talking about time management, saving time and being efficient for later, that's the kind of stuff you can already be doing for future growth. Yep. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, no, being, being on a team has definitely helped with um, mom guilt. Like, <laughs> yeah. mom guilt, being a working mother is just, I mean, I, this this is just a thing with just, you know, all my, sure. all my friends, we talk about it, about how we feel guilty about working. And having a team gives me more time yeah. to spend with her you know like like i said i went yesterday we had a doctor appointment at ten ten. i got to go yep and i got to and i literally as soon as it, we got we left i worked till probably like seven or eight straight sure yep you know but i got to do what i needed to do to be a mom and i didn't feel bad about it i didn't have to like send her dad with her and then texting him how to go what happened right. like i know everything yep you know so being being a mom and being able to to be on a team and get rid of because you're always gonna have, you know we're moms we're always gonna have mom guilt no matter what but sure. it makes it so much better. I think you that's know? huge. I mean, it, it's it is huge as a mom. It helps so much. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think just the, the, you know, to kind of chime in, just if we're trying to do like an itemized actionable list, it is get out of your own way, manage your time and leverage out the things that don't make you money. And and that sounds, I think that kind of goes back a little bit to the, you know, maybe to the, the, the things that keep us from like the things that we're scared of that we kind of talked about before is like, we're like scared of like hiring someone. We're scared of doing this. Like a lot of this stuff is so cheap in 2020, like between, Everything from like per transaction TCs, which I think are a perfect thing to bring into your business. If you are honestly, if you're doing more than eight deals a year and you don't have a transaction manager, it's like what you can get it for like a few hundred bucks a deal. I was I was I was paying three hundred a transaction. Yeah, it's a great at close. Yeah, it's a great thing to just write off as as just part of the cost of doing business, and that's a great place to start, right? All the way that to like, dude. I mean, we use. 
people on Fiverr for some of our marketing stuff just because it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like you can really leverage people pretty cost effectively these days. Well, and the reality is like, look, I don't really care. I've, I've actually got a couple of side messages whenever I bring this up. So I just, I don't care what people think about this. Like, yeah. but our, our virtual assistance game, right? Like, yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, hundreds of dollars a month, not thousands of dollars sure. a month for real quality, talented, sure. like people. But again, you need to understand what you need. Sure. You have to do a real honest self-evaluation. And I think the reality is we talk about this on the show with 87% of real estate agents washing out and whatever the yep. number is, 18 months, two years, who cares, right? It's, an, it's a huge number in a relatively short period of sure. time. I know for a fact the majority of the people who listen to this show lie to themselves about what they do in their business every day. You know yeah. why? Because the real estate graveyard is riddled with their bones, yeah. right? Like, I've seen <laughs> you true. already. I've been that guy. I'm yeah. currently that guy. I still am only at 50% capacity of yeah. my actual ability. I still have so much F around time every single day, yeah. right? And so I know I'm not the only one suffering from that. So as real estate agents, we have to do a very honest inventory of where we want our business to sure. go and then start trying to plug those gaps. That's the, the first thing. That's the thing you have to do at every level to go to the next level. Can I can I sidebar real fast? Sure. What, what, I think I feel like I already know the answer to this. What are the side messages you get about the I was VA curious thing? too. Uh, not hiring people in the United States. Oh. It's such a dumb bit. Though. I've had it happen three times. I'm just gonna like I very rarely get highly opinionated. Here's on the, the show. thing: is I'll tell you no, I, and I will get opinion about this because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will tell you right now, like our our VAs, who it is a family that we're very fortunate to have, legitimately, yes. absolutely, like broke and made my world at Christmas time when they reached out to Brian and I and showed us what they were able to do in their community for other families. For other families, and I will tell you right now that I know very, very few people here, and I'm not who I'm not even talking about work for us. I just say people in general yeah. who would have given of their time and of the portion of their finances the way this family did. So I don't give a shit it's what huge. anybody says about that. Hundred percent. And even just to take it more to like a, a, a data thing, right? Like you have to understand when you're talking about virtual assistants, you're also talking about cost of living in other parts of the world. Yeah. So yeah, we pay. It's more cost effective for people that can work virtually from other parts of the world, and we get it. You know, like I said, it's a little bit lower in in in, in overhead for us. They also live in a different part of the world that has a lower cost of living, right? Yep. So our, our VAs are, are actually quite upper middle class, I think would be the perfect def definition for it. We pay them very well compared to what, uh, um, you know, people I think by in that particular, you know, area or region make. So it's not... It's just, you know, it's looking at it through a, a, a strange lens. And I went on a little tangent there, but I just say in general, I would just say like, that's a really, think about your business in those terms. Don't think like you have to be doing 50 units before you can bring somebody on. Yeah. It's very manageable. It's just you, again, you just need to have an understanding of where you need everything to go. Yeah, 100%. So you don't ever have to apologize for your tangents. I love them. I would do it. <laughs> it's our show. We'll do whatever we want. Exactly. We'll do it live. Um, I mean, as, as like, as we continue to kind of like dive into just more more actionable stuff, right? What I think, you know, time management, leverage. I really think the confidence thing is something that's been huge for you, and I, I don't want to dive all the way back into that, but I think it's worth harping on a little bit. The mindset part of real estate right. is so I feel freaking like it important. Goes, goes um, hand in hand a yes. little bit, like. First of all, you know, I'm, I'm in my head. Once I get out of my head and then I kind of tell myself, I'm awesome. I can do this. Like, <laughs> I know I know what I'm doing. Like, wh what are you scared of? What, you know, what's the, what's the worst going to happen if you go into the listing agreement and you bomb it? Like, okay, yeah. you don't get it. You're, are you going to die? No. Like, yeah. you know, and honestly, once I kind of did start getting more confidence, I kill a listing agreement presentation. Sure. Like, yep. I'm 100% confident now that I just... If I sit in front of you and I spill my listing agreement, like I'm. Oh, I know. I mean, the, the just to give you guys a little, like uh, uh, Vanessa hadn't called a Fizbo in her life until like a couple weeks ago, and she she's like, "Hey, I'm, I've been so busy with other stuff. I'm finally going to jump into Fizbo's. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, I'm gonna start setting Fizbo appointments this week." And like literally yesterday, she's like, "Hey, she's like, this dude's gonna list with me. Like, it's probably a little overpriced, but I think I can talk him down later. Like, is it cool if I take this listing at that price?" I was like. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Like <laughs> within a couple of weeks, she's just like, "Yeah, this dude's listening with me. Whatever, I don't care." What do you What do you attribute <laughs> to that like difference just in the in the room, right? Like when you're at the listing appointment, why do you think it's you're more confident? What is that for you? Like I said, I've I've gotten out of my head. First of all, I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? If they say no, am I gonna die? Yeah. No. If they think I suck, 
honestly, do I really care who the, what this person thinks of me? Right. No. So just, I go in there honestly, just like guns blazing. I'm the best agent they're going to talk to today. And sure. I'm, I'm, you know, I know what I'm talking about. I know this listing presentation back and forth. Yeah. Um, there's, they're, they're idiots if they don't sign with me. Yeah, sure. It's their loss, not mine. So sure. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to show them everything I've got. And if they don't sign with me, it's their loss, not mine. Yeah. yeah. So and, and it's, look, it's on them. And I think and I, so that I, helps a lot. And I don't know if this is it for, if the same thing for you, but there also becomes less of an attachment to the outcome when you're closing deals, right? Yeah, like true. when you're not some thirsty realtor, like going into everything, yes. like, this cause you true. need the money. And, and, and then, and then of course the experience of the deals I closed to get me the money, right? All of those things go together to not make you as desperate for a deal right. a little bit. And you've, you've been stacking up some units early in the year. So when yeah. I think, you know, and that sounds like something that, like, you know, you could sit back and say, well, I haven't done enough to feel like I don't care yet. Like, I am still, you know, trying to find my way or whatever. For me, I personally think it's a little bit of an expectation thing. You know what I mean? Meaning that, like, I think one of the things that kept me going early on when I was really struggling was, like, I didn't, you know, I, I had some good role models in the sense of, like, my family's in real estate and stuff. And, like, my brother especially is a, is a huge agent. He's friend of the show been on the podcast before um i kind of saw what he went through when he first got in the business and stuff so like i came in with very few expectations as far as like you know i'm just gonna come out and crush it day one no problem whatsoever so like everything still hit me really hard when i didn't get you know success right away like you know all the times door knock and expire it's coming home in tears because people were mean to me like all those things still hit me hard but like I sort of also went into an expectation or, and it went into it with an expectation that it was going to be hard, right? Like if you, you know, decide to walk on for the Alabama football team, you don't feel like you're going to get the shit kicked out of you a few times. You're probably going to be pretty surprised when you do and then you might quit. You know what I mean? But if you go into it with the idea that like this is going to like super suck for a while, you know, and I'm going to like really earn it, then yeah, it's still going to be hard. You're still going to have your tough times. But you knew that going in. Yeah. And so I think part of it is just that is right. It's like some agents inability to understand that or, or I guess maybe come to terms with like this is all part of the journey. I talk about this a lot. I talk about this with, with our agents a lot. I'm like, look, nobody's going to want to read your autobiography if it's boring and you just found success right away. Right. We don't read it like if nobody's going to read, you know. Jeff Bezos' autobiography of his it was like two lines. It was like started a website, got rich, right? Like it's the <laughs> adversity that people right. like to read about. And you have to be willing to go through the adversity and expect it and know it's coming. Otherwise, it really hits you hard. That's why I think a lot of people quit. I, I think also as a new agent, I think celebrating the little the little wins mm -hmm. or turning yeah. any negative into, like finding a positive and a negative is what's going to keep you going. Because in the beginning, yes, you're going to fail a lot and you're going to suck at things. You're going to be start sure. questioning like, oh my God, is this was this a right decision? Am I, do I suck? Yeah. But every everything you can spin around, like even if you go to a listing agent or a listing appointment and you bomb it, did you get it? Yeah, no, it sucks. But did you get practice? Yeah, I've been you on know? one more listing did appointment you, now. Did you learn to maybe practice more that you're not ready? Like everything can be turned around to get you a little bit further and sure. kind of keep you going. Because if you just focus on all the negative, it's gonna it's gonna wear you down and you're gonna be like, this isn't, you know? If you just focus on all the little wins, you know, then they start to add up. And then every once in a while you do start getting a, a big win. Yep. And you just, it encourages you to keep going. And I think as a new agent, you really need to celebrate the little wins because they're few, sometimes they can be few and far between yeah. at the very beginning. And so you really just need to keep going by being like, you know, did, did I talk to a single person on the phone today? No, but I followed up with some people from yesterday yep. or, you know, just you can turn everything into a positive. Yeah. And I think just doing that is super important in the beginning. It's about staying really present, too, I think. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing. It's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm the worst about this, but if I start thinking about the lead generation I didn't do yesterday and let that activity bleed into today where I'm like, well, I didn't do anything yesterday. I might as well not do anything today, right? Like that kind of stuff. And then you look up a week later and you haven't done anything. Yeah. I've always kind of envisioned, you talk about going on the appointments and like getting better in each one. One, I, I think there's two things. One, I, I believe in asking for feedback when you get your ass kicked. 
And sure. as, as somebody who doesn't particularly, That's something you do really well. And, and here's the thing: is it I is do that too, actually. it is super counterintuitive to my personality because I get my feelings hurt super easy. <laughs> and so, like, That's oh, funny. I do. So, and 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 so I'm. You ask and then you go I'm, cry. I'm, and, well, yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I, like, I, That's I, not what I wanted to hear. I ask so I don't cry. <laughs> so here's the thing: is right. I want the feedback and I want the honest feedback because if it's something that I can fix cool right sure. I've, I've told the story a million times about the staging situation right yes. like that that is exactly because i asked for feedback i found out why i lost that listing but then there's also times they tell me something and i'm like dude i don't gotta sweat that for another second there yeah. isn't any way i was doing that for that listing yeah right, right? so it's like or if it's something that's out of your control exactly so yeah. i think asking for it's it's a twofold process one for me i get to dump that i get to dump that crappy feeling yep. and, exactly. and be done with it and right. or i get to learn from it and then i'm like okay well at least i won't get my ass kicked by that again and what that does for me is it takes my little hot air balloon in my mind and it raised me another thousand feet in the air, right? Yep. Now I can see two more streets that help me solve a problem, right? Yep. And like, right. It's, that, it's that view that I think nowadays, you know, I went on a listing appointment today that I'll probably get strictly because of my time on task. Not because I'm necessarily better than the other agent, just know more than they do. And I got a better shot of keeping the deal together if problems get go show up because I've closed more deals, right? Yeah. Like it's just stuff like that that I think when, when we get really deep into our career that you start being able to take advantage of. But I didn't know I was learning any of that shit when I was a couple of years into yeah. this. Yeah. I was just getting my ass kicked. No, that's I all it was. I totally agree with the with the Fizbos. Um, you know, a couple times, you know, they've listed with someone else and so I'll ask them, Hey, do you mind letting me know, you know, why you listed with someone else? And sometimes it'll be, you know, oh well I found out that one of my old coworkers became a realtor. So I'm with her. You know, and yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, that, okay. yeah, that's going to happen. But then like, you know, one time this guy was like, I couldn't find your reviews. So it was someone else. And I'm like, what? Oh, like, yeah. I could have sent those to you. Yeah. Like, I have re like ugh, that one. Like, <laughs> so now I just bombard people with reviews. I'm like, like, look at this review. Look at this review. <laughs> and, and I mean, I'm getting them now. Who knows? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the really cool thing about that. But right? I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Now cool, I know. The cool thing about that is even being on a team, right? Like, because I think th this is not a commercial for a team, and this is a perfect example of it. Teams don't fill every gap for you. Yeah. Sometimes there are little things they that don't. there's just there's just not a system for it, right? Yeah. There's no way to automate it for 15 people, so there's still part of your business you just have to deal with, right? Though, because I have the same thing. I get I get a lot more reviews now than I used to, but it's because I don't rely on the team system for reviews anymore. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's but it's just an email that's really easy to ignore. Sure. But if I send you a link directly to my Google review to your text message. And I say, hey, hey, Vanessa, it was really great working with you. I appreciate you guys so much allowing me to do that. It would help me a ton if you go leave me a Google review. And I send that to your text message. I'm getting that review, I right? I actually like. use that guy as an example now. Yeah. Reach out to old clients. I'll be like, yeah. I just lost a listing because he said I didn't have enough reviews. Can you can you give me a review? They're like, you did? Oh, my God, like, that's awful. And dude, that's review. freaking genius, actually. Well, make sure that never happens again. That's like, exactly what you should do. My clients love me, and they're like, Are you seriously lost one because we didn't write a review? Oh, my. I'm so sorry. And it's they genius. Write, and if you're so watching this that. and didn't hear how she just turned that into an opportunity to think about all the things that just happened from that though in, in, in all seriousness from a real estate yeah. perspective you reach out to a past client you got a review you've now reminded them of how great you are yeah. they're thinking about you again right it makes it the next point of contact that much easier like yeah. that one little thing of her taking the time yeah. to find out that one piece of information spurred all this other action that will yeah. get you more yeah. business see i i never would have thought about that because the use of guilt is such a pure mom move <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was like automatic yeah, for her. Just boom. <laughs> I didn't get this because of you guys. And I mean, I didn't say specifically. Yeah. You, no, no. Like, I don't have enough reviews, apparently. And you, and you were never. The right one. And, not, but, and it's true. I mean, I was so mad at that guy that I didn't get it. I was like, really? <laughs> it's, it is kind of a stupid reason it to go was, with somebody else. So yeah. But again, if the other but, person yeah. had 15 reviews that said they were awesome, and in his eyes, he couldn't find any about you, right. it, you know, I see why. I guess yeah, that's fair. So, it's what it is, but <laughs> never happening again. Never happen again. That is funny. <laughs> well, well, as we start to wind it down here, it's funny, man. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you. When Nick's here, seems like this takes all day. All day. But this was just. This flew by. Just easy I'm breezy. I'm just. This is a little Easter egg for if he watches this. I know. <laughs> we'll know if he does too. Yeah. Or or there are two people in his world who, if they watch this, he'll text us and say, hey, so-and-so told me you guys are being dicks at the end of the show. <laughs> 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 uh, but seriously, 
Uh, as we wind it down here, if, you, if you've enjoyed watching or if you enjoy any of our stuff, make sure, please go in and check us out on iTunes, the only real estate podcast worth listening to, and leave us a review. It takes like a few seconds to leave us a review. If you want to take more listings, we got the webinar up at Tour Academy, T-O-R-E, touracademy.com backslash take 10. That's T-E-N, the word, not the number. What do we think, guys? Final thoughts? You know, I like it when we mix it up a little bit. It too. definitely was straight next level off the rails at the beginning. Yeah. But um, it was fun to have it you was, on, man. I want to before I flip it over to Vanessa. I want to preface this that this is this is super indicative of her personality. Was uh, it, there's a little Easter egg here in Vanessa's shot, which is she made me bring her super boozy ass executive chair. Oh into this office from the other room <laughs> I so love that it. she could sit in it. She's like, I'm not sitting in that trash chair that sits, <laughs> that sits in. She, it really you, was a trash chair. Where is it, it? It's okay. gone now. I, I, I burned it. You want to know You want to know another way to save money in your business if you're in an office? Just roam around looking for random yeah. office chairs. We have like 60 chairs in our office and none of them belong Purchase to Purchase zero us. of these chairs. <laughs> Don't even know where they came from. We're collecting them from around the building. That's hilarious. Um, I didn't know that. I'm sorry if you're in our office those. and you don't have a chair. We probably stole it. Okay, so final advice. Crushing it in real estate. Most people fail. You have not. You're exceeding at a high level. What's your final advice for, I'm either just getting into the business, I've been in the business for a few years, I'm stuck, whatever, whatever it is. I want to take my business to the next level. Vanessa Cantu's 30-second advice. Oh, I think my biggest thing, honestly, was just getting out of my own way. That was so much of it, is I... I overthink things. Just do it. Sure. Don't don't be scared. Just jump into it. You know, fake it till you make it. Honestly, yeah. I, I've done it and I'm doing quite well. So yeah. that's I think just. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I hope they'll let me stay. While you're faking it. You you are asking and learning as you go. Yes. You're not just like yeah. faking it and then just like they ask you something and you're like, oh yeah yeah I know. Go and actually find out what they yeah. asked you that you said that you already knew. Like find yeah. out as you go. And that is such good advice. People really like is. some people say fake it till they make it. Some people don't ever say say never fake it ever. My whole bit is like. Because it's not really faking it if you find out later. That's what it I, is. I don't feel right? bad about it. It's kind of like the fake it till you make it, but also put the work behind it so you don't have to fake it anymore. That's exactly. a longer, less catchy saying, but I think that's probably what it should be, right? No, that's so true. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, thanks for hanging with us. I appreciate it. Check us out next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the rest of eternity at 3 p.m. Central Time on the only real estate podcast worth listening to. I'm going to flip it to Matt here to take us out. AOD, take us out. Thanks for watching the show today. Make sure if you're watching this on Facebook, you head over to our group, the only real estate group we're being a part of so you can watch the extended conversation. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And if you listen on the Apple podcast, leave us a review. We'd really like it. So just do it. Do it. Do that over there. Go to this one. Then go to that one. Thanks.